Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of discussion, the topic of discussion is, what am I doing here and with my time? So, as I was thinking about the title of this particular podcast, I thought about a topic of discussion that we had in one of our episodes about um, what am I doing between the dash. So, this podcast is not necessarily that that podcast you may or may not hear some things that were similar in that podcast. But if before we go any further, I want to take this time out to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Thank each and every one of you for taking out your time to listen to this podcast. Um, it's truly been a blessing to help me to to do something that I feel is beneficial to people's lives. Um, not just my life, but everybody's life that... Um, will come on here and listen to this podcast, whether it's when this is aired or um, next year or, or whenever you should stumble across this. You know, I believe that it will be a blessing to you and be a help to you in your life and your life's journey. So um, the scripture that we have for this week is coming out of Ecclesiastes, um, the third chapter, starting at forgive me verse 2 through 22 and i'm gonna try to read it in its entirety y'all bear with me um so here we go it says there is a time for everything a season for every activity under the heavens a time to be born a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in his time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can nothing taken from it. God does it so that people will fear him. Whatever it has already been and what will be has been before. And God will call the past to account. And I saw something else under the sun, in the place of judgment. Wickedness was there, 
in the place of justice, wickedness was there. I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked. For there will be a time for every activity, a time for every, to, to, to judge every deed. I also said to myself, as for humans, God tests them so that they may see that they are like the animals. Surely the fate of human beings is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. All have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust, and to dust all return. Who knows if the human spirit rises upward, and if the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work, because that is their lot. For who can bring them to see what will happen happen after them? So may God add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. Um, I know that was um, long, but, you know, we spend time doing and reading other things and listening to other things. But the word of God is truly beneficial to our lives. And as we jump into this, you know, um, this particular topic came to me. You know, I was I believe I was sitting in my bedroom and I just began to think, you know, like, what am I doing here? Not in particular, like, what am I doing here in the house or, but like, what am I doing here? Wherever I'm planted at, you know, um, far as my marriage, far as my job, far as where I attend and, and worship, you know, um, and just in, in on an o, o, overall standpoint, in the earth, what am I doing here? You know, am I, as we talked last week about distractions, am I stuck in the distraction of routine? Am I doing the same thing over and over and over and over again? And then the, the subtopic or the second part of this topic of discussion, what am I doing with my time? You know, which is kind of, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's similar to the topic of, of discussion that we had about um, in the episode, what am I doing between the dash? But we have so much time on our hands, y'all. We have so much time. But what we do with it is up to us. It's not up to your mom. It's not up to your dad. It's not up to your brother, your sister, your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, your your boss, your whomever. <laughs> it's not up to them on what you do with your time. You know, I myself am a gym enthusiast and um, I enjoy working out. I, I, I do it primarily because I want to be in better health. And I want to look better and I want to feel better about myself. So, I mean, that's one of the many things that I do in my time. And as I was having a conversation with my my wife the other night on Sweetest Day, you know, one thing that was laid upon my heart to start doing and do it more and be consistent is to, you know, take out time. I go to work. Most people work about eight hours, eight to 12 hours a day. Some people more. 
you know, that's so that's about a good portion of your day gone. You know, you spend about maybe anywhere between. Depending on your schedule, two to eight hours of, of sleep, you know, so that's about 16, 18 hours gone. You get 24 hours in a day. So, you know, and if you go to the gym like myself, that's another hour or two right there. You're looking at about 20 hours, you know, and if you have a spouse or or children, you know, depending on your work schedule, it's like, you know, where's time for them? You know, but most importantly, and and, I, and I'm saving this for last because it's the most important time that we spend. And that's with God. Where do we fit him in our, in in there? And it's and, and forgive me, if you know, if that, you know, like where like God may be like, where do I fit in at? I should be head. You know, I, I used to hear a lot of people get up when it came time to testify and say, first, giving on the guy who was the head of my life and to my pastor and first lady and to the saints, to the elders and, you know, all these different things. And I personally, you know, that was something that wasn't a part of my my when I got up and, and said my testimony because I knew God wasn't head, you know. Uh, and so how do we put him as head you know as the scripture was saying there's a time and a place for everything and i say that scripture a lot and sometimes i may use it out of context when i talk to my son you know but it's so true there is a time and a place for everything you know we're gonna we're gonna go through some of these and 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 break them down um but we have to make time for god he makes time for us every single day when we wake. He makes time for us while we are laying down, sleeping and slumbering. He makes time for us to be able to go to sleep. And, and you know, while we are yet sleeping, we are actually and 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 y'all could correct me if I'm wrong, but you're you're in between living and dying. You know, you are still alive because your heartbeat is still yet going. Nevertheless, it's because of God that you wake back up at the appointed time that you're supposed to wake, whether it's for school or work or, you know, for whatever it, it may be that you got to wake back up for. So um, as I was having a conversation with my wife, you know, I was just saying how I recently purchased two books. And one of them is um, by Pastor Michael Ty, and y'all—I know y'all hear me talk about him a lot. Um, I really enjoy his his teaching and his ministering and his church. Um, and you know, like I said, I have another one of his books, which I mentioned in the last podcast, "Relationship Goals." And this one in particular is is called "Crazy Faith." So, um, wrapping this this conversation up um, that I had with my wife. This part, you know, of our conversation, if you will, um, I said to myself and I was saying to her that I need to make more time, spend more time, one, studying the word of God and then applying, learning how to apply it to my life. Then two, 
also taking out time. I have quite a bit of books, y'all, that some of them I finished and have read again, and some I've finished partially. But that's the other part for me personally that helps in the in the, in the personal development realm, if you will, because the Bible says my people perish because of lack of knowledge. You know, that's for one for me personally. That's a lack of knowing the Word of God and how to apply it to your life. Two, a lack of knowledge of knowing self, if you will. Knowing how to personally grow. Because when you grow, you help to be better for the people around you. And you help them become better. If you are stronger and wiser, smarter about something, you can help others. You can be a benefit to others in their lives. Whether it's in, in spiritual growth, um, by become financially literate, you know, um, learning how to invest, taking care of their health, how to do different things with their children to set them up for success, uh, college, adulthood, all these different things. And so um, it's important. It's important. And, and that's something that starting this week I am going to do. And so before I go any further, I want to just go through some of these definitions of time time is the measure the measured or measurable period during which an action process or condition exists or continues duration a non-spatial continuum that is measured in terms of events which succeed one another from past through present to future leisure time for reading something that we just we just said um, another one, the point or period when something occurs, an occasion. Third, thirdly, an appointed fixed or customary moment or hour for something to happen, begin or end, arrived ahead of time. An opportune or suitable moment, decided it was time to retire. Something that some of you may be thinking about and, and some of you may want to do even earlier than you know what most people do and i don't i don't blame you you know life is too short to be working for somebody else or to you know in general be working forever don't you know don't get me wrong it's nothing wrong with work but there's so much more that we can be doing with our time um where were we okay often used in the phrase about time about time for a change and it is it's about time for a change in our personal lives it's about time for a change and how we approach certain things it's about time for change and change is always happening whether you get with the program or not it's gonna happen it's going to fourth a historical period age a division of geologic chronological chron ooh, <laughs> chronologically chron Chronology. I don't know if I said that right. Y'all forgive me. <laughs> Conditions at present or or at some speci specified period. Usually used in plural. Times are hard. Move with the times. The present time. Issues of the time. 
a period of apprenticeship, a term of military service, a prison sentence, season, very hot for this time of year, rate of speed, tempo, the grouping of the beats of music, a moment, hour, day, or year as indicated by a clock or calendar. What time is it? <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember this, and, and this just, I don't know, when I said that it brought up when we used to call, um, and this this is going to tell your age, um, but we used to call, if I'm not mistaken, and it was a number, I don't even remember it, um, but it was a number that you would call, and I can't remember what it was for, but they would say, at the dome, at the dome of the time, the time is, it, you know, <laughs> so some of y'all might find that funny, some of y'all might not, but if you know, you know. Um, any of various systems such as a side reel or solar system of reckoning time. The ninth one, one of a series of recurring instances or repeated actions. You've been told many times, many of us have. Times, plural. Added or accumulated quantities or instances, five times greater. Equal fractional parts of which an indicated number equal a comparati comparatively greater quantity. Seven times smaller, three times closer. Turn, three times at bat. And the last, ooh, they got a few more. I'm not going to continue to read these, y'all. I don't want to, you know, um, bore y'all with all these different definitions. But you get the gist of it, you know. Um, so much with time, man. I mean, and the one one of the things that stood out to me here was season. 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 And not necessarily ironically, but the beginning of our scripture reading says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Many of us are in different seasons of our lives. And we aren't when we when you hear people speak about seasons of their lives, it's not we're not talking about the actual seasons that we go through yearly. We're not talking about those seasons. Some, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall. We're not talking about those. You know, you may be in a season of abundance. You may be in a season of lack. You may be in a season of you know storms you may be in a season of wealth you may be in a season god forbid of bereavement but the scriptures say there's a time and a place for everything there's a time to time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot we all know that someday some at, at God's appointed time, we all have to leave here. Whether that's when he cracked the sky or before then. And there's a time to be born. I never forget. Um, Y'all bear with me. It's been two to three years now. My cousin Lakita passed. And 
She was 33 years old. Same age that I am now. And uh, I got the call that Sunday morning. I was getting prepared to go to service. It was Easter Sunday. And um, her youngest brother called me. My cousin Shaquille. And he told me, you know, he said Lakita passed. And I just instantly bust, bawled out, man, because I love my cousin, truly. And I knew that she had been through so much pain and suffering. She had sickle cell um, disease. And she used to be in so much pain to the point where, you know, her bones and different things. Many of you are familiar with sickle cell disease. Um, know that the persons dealing with it, um, they're in pain. And my cousin was, you know, spent time in and out the hospital constantly. And it hurt. It hurt. And what I'm getting at with this particular portion of the scripture is, it said there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. That even though she died, she was yet born again because, for one, her life given to Christ, she's with him. Two, she leaves behind two beautiful daughters. My cousins, Honesty and Kamari. And even in the midst of that, it just so happens that the cousin that called, his daughter was born on the same day that she left this earth, this life. And many, many believe and many say that, you know, when God takes one, he gives a life. And I believe that. I truly do. Our hearts are still yet, you know, in mourning because you greet a gr the grieving process it never stops it never stops you don't stay there and you find yourself in times like this where you you try to process it the best way you can and try not to get down to where you can still yet go throughout your day but it's it's the one thing i've learned is to acknowledge your feelings and your emotions about certain things and so, um, but yeah, I love my cousin Lakita and, you know, I know she's in a better place. I know she don't have to go through no more pain, no more suffering. And one day if we live right, you know, we'll see each other again. You know, um, if we live right, we won't have to go through no more pain and suffering. We won't have to go through all this turmoil and all these different things that we go through down here in this life. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to plant and a time to uproot. Sometimes you got to plant. You know, many of you that are gardeners know, and even farmers, you know that there's a time for you to plant certain things, and then there's a time for you to uproot it. If you plant it at the wrong time, you're not going to receive the harvest that you're looking to receive. 
you know, if you plant something in the wrong season or you plant the wrong thing in the wrong soil, you're going to eventually have to uproot it sooner than, than what you plan to. Prime example with certain flowers. Certain flowers are seasonal. If you don't plant it in the right soil, it won't blossom. It won't grow. So it's going to be uprooted. Some of you may be planted in the wrong place, you know, whatever that may mean to you. I don't know why, but that's just, you may be planted in the wrong place and maybe it's time for you to uproot and move elsewhere. That could be God is sending you somewhere else, you know, far as uh, 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 job wise, far as ministry, far as um, living you know, he could be trying to move you and you're not listening to what he's saying. You know, um, one thing I'm learning myself as I speak of it is to just trust God, man. Where God guides, he will provide. You know, if I continue to lean on myself, that's not faith. That's not trust. Can't put my faith and my trust in self. Well, what am I doing? I'm, I'm just merely a man. But when I put my faith and my trust in God, he never fails. He comes through 10 times, 100 million times more than what I can ever do. You know, so a time to excuse me, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build. Now, when you, you hear that a time to kill and time to heal, you know, you could take it two ways. You can look at it literally a time to kill somebody which some people may some people that are violent may look at that and say oh I can go kill me a joker no don't get me wrong there there having maybe times God forbid that you sh you or I should ever have to be in that position to have to kill somebody you know but I believe more so is speaking from the the point of um, killing something you know one thing that I recently posted on my, my board that I have in my room it's like a little small whiteboard is Lord help me to die, die to myself daily sometimes we have to kill certain things in our lives you know we have to kill pride we have to kill you know the things that hinder us from growing in God the things that hinder us from growing in our relationship, the things that hinder us from um, doing what God has called us to do, kill those things. And then there's a time to heal. There is a time to heal. You know, um, it could be literally physically. You know, some of you may have injuries. Some of you have wounds. You know, like I know, when you get a cut, you know, the scar is still going to be there from it, but the, the wound has healed. Some of you may have eternal, inter excuse me, internal wounds from you know, uh, um, the hurt of something that happened to you in your childhood, the hurt that happened to you in a relationship, the hurt that may have happened um, from, a, a, you know, whatever it may be for you. And there is a time for to heal from that. You know, there may have been a friendship where things went south and, you know, y'all didn't, you know, y'all, there was no closure. Um, there may have been, you know, either a father and son or a mother and daughter or, you know, whatever the relationship may be. 
that there may have been hurt there that you never got a chance to heal and there is a time for that a time to tear down and a time to build sometimes once again you got to tear some stuff down we got to tear some stuff down many of us build walls up and i'm guilty of it we build walls up to protect ourselves some walls are necessary but not to the ones who you know are closest to us such as your spouse such as your children or your family you know um we can't put walls up with with those particular relationships you know regardless of what happened in your past don't put a wall up because when you put a wall up it's it's there there comes a time where you got to tear that wall down it's a time for you to build up certain things and it's time for you to tear down certain things you know um living here in the city of flint many of you know like i know there are many buildings that across our city that have been built and torn down houses and all that you know um one of the schools that is still yet is not open for students to attend but um and i'm not saying this because i'm a viking but i'm just saying it's because of what i've heard and that central high school which is on the kind of it's like right in between flint and burton if you will going towards burton but um the building from what i heard there are certain pipes and things and the foundation and different things like that that from my understanding and from what i what i heard the um building had to be closed for school children to attend and to be honest the building should be tore down you know um so when you don't build something on a strong foundation you got to tear it down and start afresh i don't know why i'm about to go here but i i need to say this briefly and then we're gonna go to the next verse that you know there are some things that you need to tear down and build back up start afresh start over start afresh start over whomever you are that, that's hearing this tear it down start afresh build it back up and move on a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to weep and a time to laugh there's a time for you to cry you know um recently my daughter went to homecoming this past saturday and you know we her debt her date was there and his some of his friends and family his mom and his sister um and some of um my family members and um my daughter and her her family and friends and my wife and children and you know my daughter looks so beautiful man and her her makeup and her dress and everything and had her hair done the way that she wanted it to be done and whatnot and i was joking but at the same time i was very serious it, it was an emotional time for me and you know i don't know if this necessarily goes with the scripture about time to weep you know but there is a time to weep and there's a time to laugh you know 
And that's one thing I have to learn myself is to not take things, not to be so serious all the time. I find myself doing that a lot, you know, <laughs> but it's something that I have to work on and, and, you know, and develop to become better at, you know, um, not being so serious. And so, you know, we don't really have a whole lot of time. Like I said, I, I want to try to keep these anywhere between 30 minutes to maybe 40 minutes tops. Um, but there is a time for everything, y'all. I got, I got a, I don't know if you would consider this a poem or not, but I had got out of prayer and this, this came to me and as it just came to me, I just wrote it down. It says, for such a time as this, he has called you for such a time as this, he has placed you where you are for such a time as this, you are where you are. For such a time as this, he's near and not far. For such a time as this, now is the time to step in. Press into his presence, for in him we move, live, breathe, and have our being. For such a time as this, don't waste it. Whomever you are that's listening to this podcast, don't waste time. You know, I think I said this before in the episode and, you know, I mean, I try to be, what's the word? I try to be relevant, but there's a song by a gentleman and I can't remember his name at the moment, but in, in the words of his song, it says, time is of the essence. And I said that to my son, um, about a week or so ago, I can't remember what we was talking about, but when I said it to him, he was like, time is of the essence. Like, what you mean? Like, no, it ain't. It is. You know, it it is of the essence. And you know what? Matter of fact, y'all bear with me one moment. If you hear any silence, I'm going to um, look this up. Okay. So, essence. The permanent as contrasted with the accidental element of being the individual real or ultimate nature of a thing especially as opposed to its existence the properties or attributes by means of which something can be placed in its proper class or identified as being what it is the most significant element quality or aspect of a thing or person one that possesses or exhibits a quality in abundance as if in concentrate concentrated concentrated form hmm that 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 sounds important to me y'all it does you know because there's a song by Jonathan McReynolds that says um uh, y'all bear with me voice a little off um but he says i find i find time for what i think it says i make no i make time for what i want or is i make i make space i i i take time i think it's i take time for what i want but anywho many of us take time you know and i get on my children all the time about it you know (laughs) that's it I say, you know, if if we was going to P3 
or or to the movies or you know to these different things you be ready in a heartbeat but when it comes time pun intended to do certain things that we need to do there is no um I don't know, I guess urgency or or they don't feel like, they may or may not feel like, you know, um, it's important. But time, man, you have so much time. Wherever you are in your life, whatever season you're in, in your life, take time and, you know, do what you need to do with that time. You know, don't, don't waste time. Hmm. Speaking to Kawan right now on the petty stuff, the small stuff. Take the time and make the best of each and every moment. There was a song that I was listening to. It may have been from TikTok, but it was a real, excuse me, it was a real that I saw on Facebook the other night. And the young man was singing a song. And from what I remember, he was saying um, some of the words said or mentioned about if I knew that you were going to leave, you know, I would have made the best of it or something, something of that nature. But in short, what I took from it is to make lasting memories, make lasting impressions on whoever you come across. Start first starting at home. Then whomever you come into accounting encounter with. Allowing God to use you. To leave a seed that will benefit them in their life. That they may know God. That they may have a personal relationship with him. Because as we discussed in one of our podcasts about relationships, that's the most important relationship. All these other relationships are a, um, I can't think of the word, y'all forgive me, but they come, what your relationship is with God, and I'm speaking to myself right now, I'm getting some, some help right now from this that your relationship with God what your relationship with God looks like impacts what your relationship with others looks like and when you go out into the world trying to do it on your own strength trying to just push through it on your own strength you will fail each and every time. If you try to do it yourself, you fail. Because in him, there is strength. In your weakness, in his strength, you are made perfect. You are made whole. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. When you feel like you can't go no more. When you feel like, man, this storm, this season that I'm in is too much. No, it's not. 
listening to you know um the service yesterday my pastor preached and he was speaking about bouncing back and 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 the one word um that was stood out to me resilient you know somebody who's resilient is somebody who can um as he said you know be able to go through certain things and and still yet keep shape if you will you know somebody who's able to bounce back you know if we don't go through anything how can you be a help to somebody else everything that you go through is to be a blessing to somebody else to be able to help somebody else not go through the same thing or help them when they're in that season of their life so be mindful to not waste time be mindful to find out what it is that you're doing here. Go back to school. <laughs> you know, do whatever it is that you you feel the unctioning and the leading of God for you to do. You know, there are certain gifts and talents that God has given you. Don't sit on them. Don't waste them. They're not for you. They are for others. That's one thing that I've learned and as we wrap this up to do when I, you know, I feel feel it come upon me, you know, I might sing it and then I'm like, man, let me share this with somebody. Somebody might need to hear this, these lyrics or these words to bless their day, to help them through a situation that they're facing or may face in the event of today. Or they may, you know, hop on here on IG, Instagram or, or Snapchat and need to hear these particular words to help them in their situation or help them through their situation. So, cause it's not about us. Our lives are not for us. So I just, I, I, I'm thankful that God gives me the ability to learn these things and to, to become a better man and to, you know, work on being everything that he has called me to be. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.